Welcome to Sano Health Bursts. I'm Heather Richards, Nutritional Therapist, Director of Nutrition at Sano and Nutrition Lead for the College of Medicine. Sano Health Bursts are short, informative, practical sessions discussing food, nutrition and lifestyle, helping you live a healthier life. Today we're going to look at the best oils for cooking. There are several things to consider when choosing cooking oils, but firstly, it's important to understand what fat is and the difference between saturated and unsaturated fats. Fats and oils consist of glycerol, which is a sugar alcohol, and three fatty acids. We're going to discuss both glycerol and fatty acids and their impact on the choice of the best oil for cooking. Fatty acids can be saturated or unsaturated. For example, 87% of fatty acids in coconut oil are saturated, whereas actually only 21% of those in avocado oil are saturated. Why is this important? Because the chemical structure of saturated fats is different from unsaturated fats. There are no double bonds within a saturated fat, and it's these double bonds that make the structures unstable when exposed to oxygen and hence prone to oxidation. You may have heard of monounsaturated fats and polyunsaturated fats. Monounsaturated fats have just one double bond and polyunsaturated fats can have multiple double bonds. The more double bonds, the more unstable the structure. When the double bonds in an unsaturated fat break down, chemically unstable free radicals, known as oxidants, are produced. These oxidants cause cellular damage, inflammation and the development of chronic disease, something we want to avoid. Antioxidants are able to overcome oxidants, hence protecting those cells from damage. The body actually produces its own antioxidants, and they're also an important part of our diets in the forms of nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin E, zinc and selenium. We're exposed to oxidants via normal metabolism as well as things like environmental factors and stress. Therefore, it's advisable to avoid oxidant formation that's under our control, such as through the use of these cooking oils. Heat speeds up oxidation, and that's why we're concerned about the unsaturated content of our cooking oils. Remember that it's the unsaturated fats that are oxidized due to their double bonds. Therefore, the higher the saturated fat content of the oil, the more stable the structure and the less prone to oxidation or fat it is. This is what makes coconut oil a good choice of oil due to its 87% saturated fat content. Compare this, for example, to walnut oil that has 63% polyunsaturated fat content. These unsaturated fats in walnut oil are highly susceptible to oxidation and this speeds up with the exposure to heat when you're cooking. Walnut oil is therefore best used on cold on salads and for dressings rather than for cooking. If your cooking requires a liquid oil rather than solid fat, then olive oil is a good choice. This is because it contains 14% saturated fats, 73% monounsaturated fats, with the remainder being polyunsaturated. So, although the saturated fat content is lower than coconut oil, the unsaturated fats are primarily mono, containing just one double bond. Therefore, olive oil is less prone to oxidation than, for example, sunflower oil that contains over 30% poly 
unsaturated fats. In addition, olive oil contains polyphenols that are antioxidants aiding in overcoming any oxidative damage. There's often confusion around the relevance of smoke points of oils. At the smoke point, the glycerol molecule we talked about earlier becomes detached from the fatty acid molecules, leaving free glycerol and free fatty acids. In other words, they're no longer bound together. This leaves the glycerol exposed and able to be broken down into acrolein that causes health risks from inhalation and ruins the taste of food. Therefore, if you ever forget about your oil and it begins to smoke, throw it away and start again. The smoke points of oils are determined by the amount of free fatty acids that they contain. The processing of oils is important. Free fatty acids are also created as the source of oils begin to decompose. For example, when coconuts, olives, avocados, nuts, seeds, etc. are harvested, decomposition begins releasing fatty acids from the glycerol. If the fruits and nuts, etc. are left to decompose before being pressed, they will have a lower smoke point due to the higher content of free glycerol and fatty acids. Some oils are refined to remove this free fatty acid and free glycerol content that occurs after harvesting. This is why the smoke point of virgin coconut oil is approximately 177 degrees centigrade while refined coconut oil has a smoke point of around 230 degrees centigrade. Therefore, choose the oils that are suitable for the temperature of your cooking. Another consideration in choosing oils is their omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acid content. Omega-6 fatty acids can result in inflammation, whereas omega-3 fatty acids are anti-inflammatory. Our diets contain a high level of inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids through intakes of oils and processed foods containing these omega-6 dense oils. Inflammation is a driver of chronic illness. It's therefore advisable to reduce the level of omega-6 fatty acids in the diet whilst ensuring there's a good intake of omega-3. When looking at oils, it's useful to look at their ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 compositions. Let's look at some now. So, sunflower oil has a ratio of omega-6 to 3 of 30 to 1, palm oil 46 to 1, corn oil 50 to 1 and peanut 32 to 1. Compare this to the preferential profiles of olive oil with a ratio of 12 to 1, coconut oil of 18 to 1 and butter of 14 to 1. Questions are often asked about avocado oil because it's got a ratio of 13 to 1. It's also got a high smoke point and it's 70% mono unsaturated. Remembering that the smoke point is relevant to the glycerol decomposition and not the oxidation of the fatty acids, coconut oil would still be the oil of choice at high temperatures with its 87% saturated fat content. Avocado could, however, be a reasonable choice for medium temperature cooking. Canola or rapeseed oil is another oil that's often discussed. Although it has a good omega-6 to 3 profile at 4 to 1, it contains 30% polyunsaturated acids and therefore is highly prone to oxidation as well as being highly processed itself. 
Butter is 52% saturated and has a omega-6-3 ratio of 14 to 1. Its smoke point, however, is 150 degrees centigrade. So at very high temperatures, the taste of food would be ruined as acrolein is produced. Ghee, which is butter with the milk solids removed, has a smoke point much higher though of around 252 degrees centigrade. So it can be used for high temperature cooking without ruining the taste. Coming back to olive oil, high quality extra virgin olive oil actually has a relatively high smoke point of around 190 to 220 degrees centigrade. This together with its antioxidant content of polyphenols and vitamin E that help prevent oxidation, its omega-6-3 ratio of 12 to 1 and monosaturated fat rather than polyunsaturated fat content makes it a good all-rounder oil for cooking. So, in summary, at high temperature, the best cooking oils are non-virgin coconut oil or ghee and for medium temperatures, olive oil or avocado oil. Extra virgin oil is the better choice of olive oil. Always purchase the highest quality oils that you can afford from reliable suppliers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sano Health Bursts. If you want to learn more, then subscribe to this podcast, to our newsletter, read our blogs, join our webinars or study with us. Visit our website at sanolife.co.uk or email us at learn at sanolife.co.uk to find out more and enroll on our courses. Start improving your health today and put the tips I've given you into practice. Then sana in compore sano, a healthy mind in a healthy body.